Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Light Up Your Life podcast. I am so excited to be here. I have missed you guys. Today is going to be a little different. It's going to be a solo episode. For the past few weeks, I've had some pretty amazing guests on the show and today it's just me. So I hope you're you're okay with that. You're okay with me sitting here chatting with you, just us. But I just have had some pretty cool thoughts recently, some some just things that have been on my mind, in my heart, and I just felt like those were things that I wanted to to share with you. So to give you a little bit of context, I am a nanny. So basically, um, I, I was working a job, which honestly I loved. I was working in retail, but it was a nice little local shop in downtown, super cute. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. But I just had this like feeling that I needed to leave um, and pursue some other avenues. I've always kind of nannied as like my side hustle, but I was just feeling like, oh my goodness, imagine if I could just nanny full time. Like I would love to spend my summer with kids, being outside, hiking and getting paid to do it. Like that would just be a blast. But if I'm being completely honest, when I was having those thoughts and considering that, I really didn't have like a solid guarantee that it was all going to really work out. There was a lot of hesitancy of like, okay, like there's going to be pretty inconsistent income. Like it's kind of a big jump to just assume that it'll all work out. But if I'm being completely honest, I just had this peace from God of like, Gailey, this is what you need to do. And so I put in my two weeks and I have spent the rest of my summer with amazing families, amazing kids. And if I'm being completely honest, like like taking that leap of faith was such a test of faith, but also like there was so much goodness that came out of it. I had so many families reaching out to me that I had to say no to some. That's how many reached out. And so it was just like an abundance of like blessing and the families that I've gotten to meet have just been so amazing. And if you don't know me super well, you may have not known that that's what I do, but it has been the best job ever. And as like a side note from the story that I'm going to get into, um, I highly recommend doing a job that like is just rewarding in itself and a job that, you know, the getting paid is the bonus. You know what I mean? Like you just enjoy what you do. You're doing something like has to do with your passions or your interests. And for me, nannying is definitely not something I'm going to do as like a career or do for the rest of my life. But for right now, it's perfect. I enjoy it. I get to do things that I like. I do pretty good with kids. I learn so much from them. I get to spend my time doing crafts, being outside, learning how to like play again. And I get paid to do that. And I I just enjoy it in itself, even if I wasn't paid for it. And so when I do get, you know, m- money from these situations, it's just like a little bonus. And I'm so blessed that like I'm able to live off of that right now. And at some point that will obviously change. But I just, as a side note, wanted to say, do like have a side hustle. I am all for a good side hustle, something that, you know, you might do anyways that you enjoy, but try and get paid for it. Whether that's like you like to make little bracelets or crafts and you want to sell those, or you want to do like personal training on the side. I guess that's, that could take a little bit more effort on the back end, but I am all for having multiple, uh, multiple like avenues. I can't speak today. Excuse me, you guys. And I'm not planning on editing this. So enjoy. (laughs) Enjoy all the bloopers. Um, 
I am all for having just like a lot of revenue in, in different ways. Like you have maybe your normal job and then you sell this and you have this little bit of income coming in from this way. So I'm all for that. That's a side note, but I really think that's an awesome way to test out things in your life and to see like, hey, maybe this will take off or maybe this will work out. And it's something that my dad has always said, but to like just cast that, you know, that hook, cast that net and just like see what catches and maybe your side hustle will totally take off and you can just do that as your main form of income, which is what I've been blessed and able to do. Or maybe it's just like a fun thing that, you know, you have a little extra side money and side cash. So total tangent side note, but I just had to say that because I am all for it. And honestly, I'm speaking this into existence and I'm telling all of you this because I trust my podcast listeners. I just don't want to work a nine to five job for the rest of my life. And there is nothing wrong with that. If you have a nine to five job, I am so proud of you. Like that is hard sometimes, or maybe it's easy and you love it. I don't know. It's not for me, I don't think, but I would 100% do it if that's what was needed. But ideally, I would love to have a job similar like I do now, that I'm doing something that I love, that I enjoy, that brings happiness to my life. And I'm not required to be there from one time to another. It allows me to be flexible and travel. And obviously that's not realistic all the time for everyone, but I'm just hoping that I can get into a job that will allow me that flexibility. So I'm just putting it out there. If you guys know of anything, keep me updated. (laughs) So anyways, um, I nanny. So long story short, the past, this past week, I had the opportunity to nanny for a family for like nine days straight, which I've nannied for families like, oh, like, you know, I'll do overnights here and there, but I haven't done it for that long. And I also haven't spent that much time in one place, you know, doing a job. So I was a little bit hesitant at first, if I'm being completely honest, I was a little like, "Mm, like, this is going to be interesting. I have never met this family. You know, you just don't know what you're always walking into. Um, And I know that sounds really bad, but you know, you just want to be well equipped. You want to be able to serve the kids well, serve the family well. And at first I was just a little hesitant and I really had to change my approach towards this week long gig. And it truly helped me get something so great from this experience. And so that's another thing I just highly recommend if you have something in your life that is like kind of bugging you, not even bugging you, but maybe you're just not like totally sold on it literally you can trick yourself into like being so down for something even if maybe you're not completely um and I really just had to tell myself like you're gonna get something good out of this number one this was such a crazy scenario the way it came about I literally I won't get into the details but I have been in a little bit of a situation trying to get ready for school getting enrolled things of that sort and I was just praying like god like please give me an opportunity where I can like just be set up for success. Um, And long story short, excuse the sirens in the background. Long story short, this opportunity came up out of the blue and it just happened to be like the right amount of time and resources needed for me to be able to do some things I needed to get done in my life like perfectly. And that's just for me to say that God works in super crazy ways like that. Um, But it was like the perfect opportunity and I knew that it was meant to be and I knew I needed to do it, but I wasn't totally entirely stoked at first. And once I kind of changed my mindset on it and I was like, this is like a nanny retreat. Like if, if I was talking to you about this before I went, you know that I was just like, 
I'm so excited. Like it'll be like a little retreat. I'm going to journal. I'm going to read. I'll take care of the kids. And deep down, like I felt that way, but I honestly wasn't totally sold. I was like, gosh, this is going to be a long week. But, um, with that being said, I actually ended up really having such a great week and I learned so much. And that's what I want to dive into with you today is just some of the things that I learned, some of the things that I started realizing. Um, I mean, number one, when you're working with kids, you just have to be so patient. And I realized that I am not the most patient person sometimes. Um, and then another thing is I also saw myself project my own like perceptions of the world, my own struggles onto them. And I'm not even like a parent, but I realized myself doing that. And I will give an example so basically, you guys know, I like to take care of myself, I like to eat well, eat healthy. Like I'm not crazy strict, but I don't know. I meal prep, all that good stuff. And so I, do I had done that the whole week. I meal prepped, I had everything ready to go. And then they had their food and dinners and stuff that I cooked them, which was totally fine. It wasn't what I ate, but whatever. It was great. It was an awesome week. But then one of the nights, one of the first few nights, they're like, Kaylee, can we, can we please have dessert? And you guys you know I wanted dessert. I totally wanted some dessert, but I was just like, no, Gailey, you don't need it. You don't need it. So I'm about to be really vulnerable with you guys right now, but I was just like, you know what, you guys, you don't need dessert tonight. Like, you'll be fine. Let's watch a movie. And you guys, I totally could have let them have dessert and I could have not had it, but for my own sake and just for my own, like, don't be peer pressured by their dessert, I told them no. And I had to pray about it. I had to journal about it. I know that's like silly and such a small thing, but truly like we have to be cautious of the way that we speak to people, the way we interact with people, because sometimes our own stuff can really be projected onto them and affect them and especially like young kids. But I just realized like, oh, dang, Gail, you need to stop being so like restrictive with some of your stuff. And so to go into that a little bit more, I just was really retaught by these, you know, eight-year-olds, eight, 10, 11-year-olds about this balance of life and to just enjoy life, you guys. Take time to rest. Enjoy your dessert. Like, I get it. Like, if you have goals and you're working towards something, stick with that. Be disciplined in that. But for me, in my, in, in living, trying to live a healthy lifestyle, I really was kind of called out in the aspect of living it more, excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. They basically reminded me of this rule that I like to go by, this rule of thumb, and it's the 80-20 rule, and you've probably heard it somewhere, but essentially what it means is that, you know, 80% of the time, I'm eating healthy, whole, nutrient-dense foods, I'm taking care of myself, I'm taking care of my body, and the things that I'm putting in it, I'm talking strictly like food, and then the other 20% is going to be like, okay, I'm going to have a little treat here and there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this, and that's 20% of the time. And what that does is it allows for a balanced lifestyle of like, okay, I'm, I'm a healthy person. I eat healthy 80% of the time. But yeah, if I'm out with a friend and I want to get a treat, then I'm going to get it. Like I also have one life to live and I'm not going to like not have the chocolate ice cream. I'm sorry. So basically, long story short, the next night I enjoyed some delicious coconut milk chocolate ice cream because I'm not doing dairy. But it was just a reminder that you know, you want to be healthy. It's so good to take care of yourself, but have balance because there's also such thing as being like orthorexic and being obsessed with like super healthy meals all of the time. And it's just really important to check in with yourself and see how you're doing. Like eat well, eat healthy, but don't be afraid to like treat yourself. And it's just all about balance and being aware of like 
where you're at in that. Like, are you at 50-50? Are you at 70-30? I got scared I was doing math wrong for a second. No, I'm good. 70-30 is right. 70-80-90-100. Yep. Whew, you guys, it's been a long day. I'm sorry. So that's the other thing is I'm also in the process of moving. And so that was kind of crazy. The day I got done with this nanny job, I was moving into a new place, which was also such a blessing. My desires are to hopefully be abroad in February. This episode is literally just like a journal of my life. So I'm sorry if this isn't enjoyable, but that's what it is today. Um, and so I was looking for a place for a while that would give me like a five, six month lease. But if you're a college student or any person, you know that like that can get super expensive, especially in a college town. And when you're looking at apartments and things like that, it's just hard. And God literally is so good. I got blessed with this opportunity to live with some amazing people and be here and to save some money. And I just feel super grateful for that. But anyways, I was moving into my new place and um, it's just been a little bit chaotic and crazy. And I just felt a little overwhelmed. I had a little bit of a panic moment. And I'm saying all this to say that during that time of panic, I was like literally moving boxes, stressed out, feeling like my whole life was unorganized. Everything was everywhere. I had some friends and some family come and show up and they're like, Kaylee, wow, like you have everything like really nicely put together. Like you're like, everything's like, you don't have that much. You got rid of a lot. Like you don't have that many boxes. And it was this aha moment for me of like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I don't have that much stuff. But when it's just me and I'm there looking at all of these things that just feel like chaos, um, it was so good to have like people that loved me and cared for me to remind me that like everything's gonna be fine and like give me some perspective. And so really I think it's so important for you to do a check-in of the people in your life and identify the people that can kind of put you in check and give you some perspective. You know, it's so good to have people who will love you and support you in what you're doing, but it's equally if not more important to have people who will call you out when you're wrong or who will reach out to you when they notice that something's a little bit off because at least for me, I want people to tell me. Like if you're one of my friends listening, there's like please, I want you to tell me if you feel like something is a little different or, hey, like maybe you should, you know, think about this that you're doing or you're doing something that doesn't make me feel good. Like I am all for a little bit of confrontation. I'm actually all for a lot of confrontation. I'm not really scared of that. I think that that's such a healthy thing to do in your relationships and to do it well and to do it effectively. But long story short, I just really am appreciative for the people in my life who remind me of that and who remind me and give me perspective when I don't have it because for the most part, I like to think I'm a pretty self-aware person and maybe you do too, where you just feel aware of yourself, your emotions, your feelings, why you're feeling the way you feel. But every once in a while, like the day I was moving, aka like yesterday, I was just in a mood and I knew I was in a mood and I just couldn't get out of it. And that kills me. I just couldn't get out of this funk. And so having people who were around me to remind me who I was and who I am was just so like, it was just such a blessing, such a big, big blessing. So one of the other things that I was thinking a lot about during this time nannying was living in a state of gratitude. Whew. And the reason why I say this is because life can feel overwhelming. Life can feel crazy. It can feel like there's a million things being thrown at you, whether that's financially, in relationships, whatever it may be. And it's really easy to like live in worry or things like that. But if we can approach our life with gratitude, we will start to 
have more abundance in our life, if that makes sense. But when we're living in scarcity and we're living as if we don't know what's going to come next, there's going to be so much more worry and discontent in our lives. But if we live generously, if we give to others, if we um, go above and beyond for other people, you know, if we carry ourselves in a way of, wow, I am so blessed, I'm so grateful for everything that I have, then all of a sudden you realize how how much more abundant your life is. But if you like go throughout your day and you're just like, oh, like I don't have that or I don't have this or oh no, like I'm, you know, just living in scarcity and living as if you don't have it or as if you're not going to have enough, um, then you're going to have more worry and you're not going to be satisfied with your life. Now there's a difference between truly being, you know, in poverty or being in a situation where really you don't know where your next meal is literally going to come from that's different but I'm just talking about appreciating what you have and recognizing what you have and really being grateful for it saying those things out loud writing them down and I really tried to practice that as I spent this week with these kids because I just realized like wow I am so so blessed and I am so grateful I need to live my life as if I already have everything that I want like I have so many goals. I have so many things that I want to achieve and do with my life. And I know the person that I want to continue growing into, but I have to live my life today as if I already am that person because I am. And so are you. You are already the person that you're meant to be. You're just going to continue to evolve and grow into what that is. And your daily actions and your daily decisions and choices will either lead you closer to that or farther away from that. Your mind is super powerful. And so I've always loved just what you think about is what you're going to create in your life. The more that you think about it, the more that you're going to create it. If you are constantly thinking about food, then your whole life will start to be revolving around food and you'll see food everywhere and you'll be thinking about food and you're just thinking about your next meal or where you're going to go for dinner, (laughs) you know, or if you're thinking about I don't know, it could be literally anything. If you're thinking about the new car that you got, then all of a sudden you start seeing Jeeps all over the neighborhood. It's really true. What you think about, you're going to create more of. So think about that as you're trying to reach your goals, as you're trying to make advancements in your business, or you're in school and you're trying, you know, what you really think about and spend time thinking about, you're going to create more of. And so that just goes back to if you're living in a state of gratitude, you're going to have so much more abundance and happiness in your life. So the next thing that these sweet kids just reminded me of was that the best leaders are even better servants. So in this situation, this example, kind of like a parent, you know, a parent is literally like almost doing everything for a child until like, I don't know, it just depends. But like when a child is born, like you need to like literally do everything for them except for like poop for them. (laughs) That's so, I don't know why I just said that. But you literally do everything. You have to feed them. You have to change them. You have to clothe them. You have to do everything for them, right? And they're just sitting there and they're just receiving all of this from you. But you're being such a good leader because as you're doing that, they're watching you. They're watching how you put on their clothes. They're watching how you brush their teeth for them for a little while. And then eventually they start to get it, right? And so if you are a leader, which you are, the best leaders are even better servants, you know, if you've had that boss who just like tells you what to do, I haven't had that boss. Thank goodness. Praise God. But a lot of, I think, bosses are people that are in really high positions. They might have this mentality that being a leader means, oh, I'm above you. 
I'm delegating all of this to you and you and you, but that's not really respected and that's not what a true, that's not what true leadership is. True leadership is leading by example. It's, hey, I'm going to go and do this with you and show you how it's done. And those are the best leaders because you know what to follow, right? You know what to do because they're also doing it. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I don't know who needs to hear that, but the best leaders really are going to be the best servants. Serve people around you well and be intentional in that because that's leadership. And sometimes leadership doesn't really look pretty all of the time. Sometimes, you know, you're the one scrubbing toilets or, you know, I don't, I don't know what it, it could be literally anything, but the best leaders are even better servants. So I just want to encourage you to serve. And if you really want to step into more of a leadership role in your life, just know that that comes with serving and having a servant heart. Also, I have to mention that during this time in this week here, whew, I felt like an actual parent for a little while. I'm not kidding. Like I nanny all the time, but you're only doing it for like a couple hours. So it's like, that's fine. But when you're there for like, I'm telling you, like over a week, like consistently, it's amazing. But it really started, I started like feeling like an actual parent because what I realized was that one morning I woke up and two of the kids were literally standing at the edge of my bed looking at me as I was sleeping. And I was just like, good morning, you guys. And it was fine. It was totally sweet. But I realized like, man, I can't just wake up and have them right there looking at me, number one. But two, like having that time for myself before I have to take care of three or however many other lives. You know what I'm saying? And we all do that. Whether you watch kids or not, that doesn't matter. My point is that it's so important that you spend time with yourself and fully equipping yourself for your day. So depending on what your goals are, depending on what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve in your day, it's really crucial that you prepare yourself to go and do those things. Excuse me. So for me, I had to just get up at like 5.30. That way I knew I had at least 30 minutes before they got up to like read my scripture, to drink some chai tea, to journal, to pray, and to really prepare myself and think about, okay, like what are my goals for the day? Besides that, it was also like, what do I want to do with them today? Are we going to go outside? Are we going to go for a hike? And really that helped my days. I, the days that I really prepared myself well, oh my goodness, I think the kids had an, an even better time because it was prepared, right? I had a plan. But on the days that like I had just like woken up and just scrambled to make breakfast for everybody, it wasn't as planned out. It wasn't as prepared. And they could, they could sense that probably. And so my point here is just that spending that intentional time in the morning will really infiltrate into your day just like it it did for mine. Um, it prepares your mind, it prepares your heart. And if you really want to achieve something in your life or you really just want to be healthier or be more present or work on your relationships or be better in school or be more productive at work, whatever your goal is, it could literally be anything. Set yourself up for success at the beginning. Um, and then my other tip of advice would be to, if, if you have to eat a frog, eat it first thing in the morning right? And I don't know if I said that right, but basically what it means is like if you have to do something really tough or like there's a task that you really need to get done, no one wants to eat a frog. Maybe it's a task that you just really don't want to do. Just get it done first thing in the morning. Get it out of the way. Get it over with because um, it's a it's a lifesaver. I literally did that today. I had so many errands to run, so many things I kind of didn't want to do, but I just put myself in the mindset and I was like, okay, let's get it done. And then I finished like way earlier than I thought and now I get to be here and make an episode. So 
Long story short, spend intentional time preparing yourself and getting ready for your day. Another reminder is take time to rest. Remember that life is short, life is temporary. Enjoy life, do things that are sporadic. Of course, you wanna set yourself up for success, have a plan to reach your goals, all that great stuff. But something that I've realized this week that I need to work on is that I also need to be okay with like doing things just because. Doing something for fun randomly, dancing, singing, hanging out with friends, doing sporadic trips if I can. You know what I mean? Like life is so short, you don't know if you're gonna have tomorrow. So go out, have fun, play, play. Oh, that's literally what I should name this podcast episode. Play, have fun. Oh man. So yeah, that's kind of it for today, you guys. I just wanted to encourage you um, to have an amazing week and to look for opportunities to learn. That's like another thing that I wasn't really planning on sharing, but I kind of want to go into really quickly. I really try and approach my day-to-day life with curiosity, with a curiosity for, okay, what am I going to learn today? What am I going to learn when I go and have this meeting? What am I going to learn when I go and get this task done? Who might I run into when I go and do blah, blah, blah? And what that does is it it really puts me in this mindset that every day I'm going to learn something new. And I can genuinely say I do. And I can say that. And I have proof of that in my journal. I'm not going to read you that. But long story short, I think it's really, it brings like a new life to life when you're curious. When you stop being curious, things are boring. Same with like relationships. When you stop being curious, I was just listening to a podcast that said this. They were like, when you stop being curious, like, like who your partner is or to get to know your partner, spend time with them, get to curious. Like if you stop being curious about them, then there's disinterest. And then sometimes the relationship doesn't always continue. And so being curious about your life is the same way. If you stop being curious about your life, then you're going to stop being interested in it. You're going to stop having much fun in your days. So I'm always trying to look for opportunities and look for you could say the silver lining, but honestly, just like looking for lessons, looking for what I could learn, what life lessons I could learn, not just for myself, but also like, ooh, that'd be a good podcast episode. <laughs> but really like look for those opportunities, be curious, be playful, have that 80-20 rule. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to share with you really quickly, actually there's two things. So second to last thing is that everything you do and you say can totally come full circle. Now, when I say this, I'm not necessarily talking about like karma. That's not, I don't really believe in karma, but I do believe that your words have power. And I believe that the things that you say to someone, um, the way that you carry yourself really can last years and years and years. You never know something that you might say to someone today, years down the road could have really impacted their life. And so I really want to encourage you to be intentional with your words and to remember that everything that you do and say can truly come full circle. I don't know why you need to hear that, but I'm telling you anyways. And then the last thing, the last thing, I can't say when people say thing, and I just said that. Sorry if you'd say that. I love you, but I can't. Okay, last thing, (laughs) doing what you got to do for yourself um, and not allowing other people's perceptions of you alter what you need to do. That was really long and complicated, but my point here is just to say that do what you got to do. Like, it's really good to have good people in your life that will support you and love you, but not everyone is going to think what you're doing is super cool. Like, if I'm being completely honest, I'll give a quick, easy example. I really, one of my goals was to get my hair in a healthier condition. And what that meant was not styling it as much, wearing it more natural, um, doing things to just really take care of it. And for me, being someone of 
awesome mixed race. I love it. It's great. What I mean, I don't know anything different, but I have just kind of interesting hair and it's more coarse, but it's not super curly, but it's not super straight. And so trying to keep it healthier and not doing anything to it, it has just been a frizzy mess. And so on the outside looking in, some people are probably like, dang, Gilly, your hair looks rough. But for me, I know that I'm doing what I need to do to get my hair in a healthier place. So that can, you can take that however you want to, but the point is, is you need to do whatever you need to do for your health, for your heart, for your mind, whatever you need to do, whatever steps you need to take, do not be ashamed of how that looks to other people. Because in the end, that does not matter. What matters is that you are where you need to be. So that's it. I don't know why I got so serious, but that just is something that, I, that I'm just passionate about. Don't be ashamed of, of what your journey looks like. If that's what it's going to take for you to get to where you need to go, then do it. You know what I mean? And if that's not worth it to you, then maybe you need to reevaluate what that goal is in the first place. So whether that's getting your hair in a healthier position or like if you need to put on some weight to get your cycle back because whew, that's been me before. Um, that might not always look pretty on the outside. Other people might not understand that, but you got to do what you got to do or spending more time alone or going to get counseling. Like do not be ashamed of the steps you need to take to get where you want to go. So that's the last thing I'm going to leave you with today. I hope you enjoyed my little spiel from the nanny job and you enjoyed just having me on the podcast today. I hope you guys just truly, truly have an amazing week. I really want to encourage you to just be, to be curious, to be excited for your life, to be stoked for what's next, to be excited to wake up tomorrow and do what you love. I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening.